the other way? I did. Okay. I'll park right on by the front, so all you have to do is walk in. What to do? What do you want? Uh, let's see. Will you just give me a Coke? I haven't had a Coke in a while. Regular Coke? Just Coke. Yep. I don't know if I'm correct in my parking, but I don't care. It's bad. pictures. There you go. Thank you. I took a picture of my big hairy feet. That's nasty. <laughs> Why would you do that to find my phone? My phone smells now. That's gross. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is our podcast for the love of us. for the love of us i'm ronnie and i'm carrie and uh, you do not need to adjust your computer monitor okay we missed a week all right so if you're trying to refresh over and over and it's not there <laughs> it's because uh, we were lazy last week and we didn't do one after 13 consecutive weeks yeah. in a row we well, decided it was our flight didn't get in until nine o'clock that evening and it was nearly 10 when we got here and we were just too tired yeah well i mean we could have done it tuesday wednesday's not such a good idea i thought about maybe doing it thursday but by then it was like ah, we'll just catch up monday yeah we just decided to just to skip it i couldn't stay awake last week yeah, I think, I think, I think there we, was one day that I just that's I just slept. Can't remember what day it was. Uh, that was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, but I think it's you know we might not have flown around the world, but you know one hour can make a difference. It's kind of like jet lag. Yeah. You know, but. So a whole two weeks has gone by. So if we can maybe hit the highlights and uh, catch everybody up to speed, what, what took place. You know, it was really exciting back a couple of months ago when uh, my good friend Jerry Stepp, who is a member of Victory Baptist Church there in um, Illinois, outside of Chicago, invited uh, – invited me up for a preacher's conference and then also to preach in their church on Sunday. And, uh, of course it had, it's been since 2006, um, since we'd been to Chicago back in 2006, we were invited by Billy Sampson to go up there and to preach at the Pacific garden mission, which, you know, for me was really uh, a dream come true because you know that was the place it's a very uh, it's a place of very great significance because Billy Sunday was saved there it was it's been a um a real shining beacon of the gospel in Chicago unshackled the program unshackled is recorded there uh in the um in the Pacific Garden mission and so that's part of it so it was it's a really good work that's been there for a very very long time as a matter of fact I think it was, uh, I want to say it was a work that was started by D.L. Moody. Uh, but anyway, uh, 2006, uh, we hadn't been there since then. And so uh, it was great to get up there and to visit with old friends. What are you doing? Peek-a-boo. <laughs> Peek-a-boo. <laughs> You're playing peeky boo behind the the uh, what do you call the, this pop filter? The pop filter. You you put it in a weird spot, so um, I'm messing with you because it's where I don't like it to be. Well, 
Oh, the seat's probably low. It's probably at its lowest setting. Is that what it is? Yeah. In well, this thing's from up top. You took it from around bottom the last time or something. And well, it doesn't want to mount right when you do it other ways, and so then you it's get a cheap pop filter. And that's then you I get, get me playing peekaboo. I can't help it. I, I don't. I'm not around adult, adults all day, so I, I play peekaboo. Okay. Anyway, what were you saying? It's a significant place. Yes, but I digress. You, okay. Um, we were invited up there by some friends that we had met before in 2006 and uh, got to spend the weekend up there with Jerry Stepp and his wife Rhonda and uh, stayed stayed in their home and it was a great time hanging out with them. We He invited me up there to preach at a pastor's conference on Saturday, and it was around, we met, I guess, around 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning, and uh, there was about, I would say, 20, maybe 22 uh, preachers that came, some as far as Indianapolis, and around, uh, in, in, in even one guy came from Kentucky, drove two hours, spent the night with one of the other preachers that was coming, they came in as a group. And so a lot of them had traveled a great distance for this uh, fellowship. And um, so we got to spend uh, the the day with them. And uh, you were you were out with the pastor's wife at breakfast. Breakfast with and Rhonda, Rhonda and, and it's Trish. Was it Trish? I think it was Trish. And then daughter Stacy. And daughter Stacy. And y'all hung out together, but as I w- were, while we were uh, at the preachers' conference, and um, you know those guys, a lot of them that came from a great distance, you know, talked about how that uh, they didn't have any kind of fellowship, any kind of get together, any kind of like-minded, uh, you know, uh, preachers' fellowships like this. So they gro- drove a great distance. So it was it was a really good time. It helped me a lot. I really enjoyed being with them. And uh, and it was a it was a good time. So we was there Saturday, and then Sunday we preached Sunday morning at Victory Baptist Church, where Steve Holdren's the pastor, and uh, good service there. And uh, uh, then Sunday night we went over to it was in Illinois. We were in Illinois one day, and then we're in Indiana the next. Gary, Indiana, and so we went over there to preach at Sunrise Baptist Church for Clement Chappelle. And uh, he's another one that we met back in 2006. He's Pastor Sunrise. And uh, I enjoyed being there with them. And so by by that time, uh, I had gained 10 pounds with all the food that we had eaten and had to pay an extra $50 to ship me back to, <laughs> Whatever. Uh, to Chattanooga because you know, uh, uh, we ate good. They 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 took care of us so, um, so well. Yeah, they did. Which what was your favorite to eat? I mean, when we ate, because that was like, you really haven't asked. Like really? Yeah. What was your favorite? Come on. The patio. Yeah. The ribs. Uh yeah. <laughs> the ribs is your favorite. You didn't like. Um, okay, so. Poca de Mayo, Poca, Poca, Puco, Buco. It was Bella. Bella. De. Bella de Puca. De, Bella de. Bella de Pupa. Pupa. Buca de. Buca de Pepe. Buca de Pepe. That was <laughs> it was Buca de Pepe. That place to me is, uh, I love Buca Okay, de that Pepe. was a really good, yes. You're I kept right. calling it Pepe Le Pew. We went. They would. They would ask me, "Hey, where'd y'all eat?" Like, we went to Pepe Le Pew. What? I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. I'd... Boca de Pepe. No, is that right? Boca de. Anyway. Buco de Pepe. Book. Any whatever. That place. Anyway, it's a it's an a, it's a family style Italian restaurant where, you know, it could be. Like an Italian version of uh, what is it? What's the restaurant here at, in Rossville that everybody 
talks about and they bring out the potatoes in one bowl and everybody gets bees. Bee. It's like an Italian bees. You are not. No, absolutely <laughs> not. No, it's not. You are not set to a stranger next to a stranger. And that's no. right. We weren't sharing our bowls with some uh, no. some other people. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we it was we did share the entrees, and you know we did share the bowls, but it was amongst the people that you came with. Yeah, yeah. not some stranger that picked their boogers and didn't wash their hands a minute ago, kind of thing. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. But I don't I'm, care how famous bees he is. I ain't going. You're not a bees person. No, and if I think about it too hard, when I go to a buffet, I could really. <laughs> no, you're you're germaphobe like Jerry. No, I'm not. I would not separate my toothbrush from somebody else's. Thank yeah. you very much. So we're at the house, and and uh, we're you did what was you doing? You took I, went, the I took the toothbrushes out of the plastic baggie because I'm like, oh, they've got. You know, they got extra holes where toothbrushes can go. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll make sure they're facing out so our bristles won't, you know, kiss each other or something. I'll just make sure they're facing out. So, and I'm like, oh, but if somebody's a germaphobe or something, you know, they're really not going to want my toothbrush in there with theirs, no matter how, where I face the bristles. And so sure enough. I get up the next day, and here's the toothbrush moved completely away. One toothbrush moved completely away <laughs> from all the others. And I was like, oh, somebody's a germaphobe. Somebody is a germaphobe. So we were in a conversation. It was like, are any of you, how did it come up? It was like, Jerry admitted that oh, he was a germaphobe yeah. about something else. I forget what. And then you were like, and I was like, oh, so that's why you moved the toothbrush. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's a nut, man. I enjoyed hanging yeah. out with him and, and Rhonda as well. Yeah, Rhonda's funny because she's like really into, really into sports. Yeah. I mean, really You're a Cubs about fan. The sweetest, soft-spoken person. Mm-hmm. To you get her talking about the Cubs, her baseball or <laughs> hockey, hockey or <laughs> politics. Yes, yes, yes. And she's then she, yeah. She, she unloads me. Get right with it, buddy. We've watched more hockey on that weekend than we had watched our entire married life. My entire life, period. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, <laughs> they're big into hockey, and of course. I'm, and I'm just sitting there staring at the TV. And I just staring, and I'm you can't see the disc. You can't. And Jerry's see like, man, it looks like you're really into that game. And I'm like, I'm trying to find the puck. <laughs> I'm like, how do they know Where's where the there? puck is? How do you keep up with that fast. thing? And how do you watch it? It's just, I said, to me, it's just like the, all these men just skating around. Hitting each other. Yeah, 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 whacking each other with these sticks. And I'm thinking, how do you even see the puck? <laughs> so anyway, so I wasn't really into the game. I was just really searching for the puck. But Yeah. And so anyway. what was we? Oh, we were down at Navy Pier. We're down at Navy Pier. And uh, <sighs> we were... <laughs> We were looking in the in the shop at all of the you know all the Chicago teams like the Cubs and the Sox and the Bears, and there was this Indian up there. And no, was you got it, it wrong. Well, when was the whole thing about the whole thing was we were driving down the road, and was it where we parked? It was the Blackhawks. It, it was on somebody's vehicle. Vehicle, yeah. On the back of their car. On the back of their car or something. And I was like, Seminole or something like that. It was the Seminoles. And they're like. And Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Beth died laughing. He thought that was he's funny. He's like, no, that would be a Blackhawk. That's a Blackhawk. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, sorry, wrong tribe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know my Indians. <laughs> And so, and so all weekend, hey, look, it's the Seminoles. <laughs> look, he's a Seminoles fan, too. The Seminoles are winning, you know. <laughs> so, so Brett at Sunshine, he had a Seminoles tie on for real. Mm-hmm. And so Jerry's like, Carrie, that, that is, is Seminole. a Seminole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and what was funny when we first got there. We were talking of the Cubs room. The, Rhonda has the whole guest bedroom decked mm-hmm. out in Cubs. Yeah. And um, 
I said, you said, oh, I bet Billy would love this room, wouldn't he? Because he's a big, yeah, he's a, a fan of the other He's team. a fan. And I said, yeah, because he's a big bear fan. Bears fan. A big bears fan. <laughs> and I was like, uh, you know, your no. giggly self. I was like, oh, the bears is football, in it? Yeah, it is football. <laughs> yes, honey. That's football. Oh, wow. And see, that's the thing. Billy Sampson and Jerry Stepp, you know, they got this thing going all the time about the Sox and the Cubs. And so Jerry and Ron are big Cubs fans. And Billy and Jane are um, White Sox fans. And so they are like, all to get each other all the time. That's hilarious. It's funny. So anyway, so they ragged me about that for a while. and Yeah. Tried to go down to Navy Pier to ride the Ferris wheel. You've been wanting to ride that for forever. And it well, was, since the first time I went there. Yeah, and it was raining. And it, I went back last summer. That didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't happen Couldn't then. Couldn't get down there. And then, yeah, the parking was horrible because yeah. they had all that construction going yeah, on. Yeah, it was crazy. And so. Got down there. And it's closed. Yeah, we were around the curve to get to the parking lot, go down, you know, to turn off to get in down there into the parking area and it starts raining i'm like oh man seriously yeah so we didn't get to walk on the pier nor did we get to ride the ferris wheel on the pier yeah they had a lot of construction on that but pier. Okay. i went out there and- i got the most adorable it looks like a wrist it looks like a pocket watch but it's on a locket on the necklace yeah that you got for me. It's so pretty. I love it. Yeah. Those were pretty. I wish I'd have got another one. I know. Those would have made great Mother's Day presents. Yeah. Yeah, it would have. Well, we can just say it's my Mother's Day present. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Well, let's not. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Be creative. Um. So... Um, we do what do we what do we do else while we're there oh the reason i like the patio so much Mm -hmm. is because for the first time ever i got to eat as many ribs as my little belly could handle yes you ordered a full and it's not because it was on somebody else's dime per se but I really, I was hungry. And I'm like, I don't think a half a rack's going to Yeah, we didn't it. eat breakfast that morning yeah. at all. And so I was pretty hungry. I had a, I did have a donut that morning. Mm-hmm. That chocolate-covered custard field. That was right up your alley. I mean, that was, that like, was my, like Like somebody like bought it for, for me. me for you, I just yeah. needed it a little bit, like, warm and moister. That would have been great. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Moisture. Yeah, you you ate those ribs before I could finish mine. I don't know if it was I was talking too much because we got on a political issue. Um, Yeah, we'll go with that. Well, a political cultural issue at the table, and and we were kind of going on about it, and you weren't saying a whole lot. You were eating, so I was kind of talking. So, but you you. Got that put away before I finished mine, which is like never happened. Never. So the full rack of ribs got gone, and Jerry had half of his rack he couldn't finish. Yeah, and so he... And so he turns and asks if I would like to have his half of a rack. Right. Hello? Hello? Hey. Hey. Step into our office. What are you doing? Looking for floss. Oh, you're going to floss your teeth? Yes. That's good. Say hello. Sup. 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 What do you, ghetto or something? Yeah. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> Anyway, I love you. 
Yeah. I love you. Oh, what did you do? Uh, it's called football. Pinch yourself? No, it's called football. Football. Evan, your mother said she loved you. I love you too, Mom. Oh, no, I love you too, son. All right, I'll let you. Nah, right, love you. Sleep good. Hey, do not be watching that TV. All right. So anyway, so yeah, I finished that. Jerry's ha- half of the rack that he didn't yeah. eat. And, well, I don't know what exactly happened, but I couldn't sleep that night. Mm-hmm. Reflux, maybe? Or Reflux, bad. Bad. And we didn't have, and of course, our, our bed kind of tilts up. Yeah. And so theirs was kind of flat, and so we weren't used to that. And so I'm, Yeah, I'm not used to laying flat yeah. now. I've gotten spoiled to my bed being mm-hmm. a little bit lifted, up. you know, mm-hmm. the, like a hospital bed lifted up. So anyway, that, that did not... Mm-mm. We won't go into details, but yeah, it was a bad night. <clears throat> you didn't sleep much Sunday night. Mm-mm. By Monday, I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. I was really tired, and we still had the trip back. And so, oh, oh, we didn't even talk about me meeting Erwin Lutzer. Oh yeah. On the plane ride down, we're getting in line in the Chattanooga airport. There's this lady in front of you. And as we're walking up, she motions over to a guy in a green jacket. Like, Come over here. Get over here. And uh, he kind of cuts in line in front of you. And he turns around to you and says, uh, the reason I got in front of you is this is my wife and we're traveling together. And I looked at him and I thought, man, he looks familiar in his voice. His voice is what did it. He sounds familiar. And so I get up to the line and I start creeping on his uh, <laughs> on his baggage there. And sure enough, it's Erwin Lutzer, pastor of Moody Church for 35 years. And so um, I got to get all like schoolgirl giddy around him and take my picture and, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and uh, I got to talk with him just for a smidge. And, but, uh, yeah, I started to get the camera, the camera, oh, I say camera, it's phone. I started to get the phone ready to take the picture, and I look up, and he's combing his hair. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I guess you're used to that, because you got your little handy-dandy comb. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people, you know, in previous generations, a lot of people would carry a comb. I mean, you know, it's not like he does it for photo ops. Anyway. Yeah. But I thought it was hilarious. Before I could even say, let me take your picture with him. He's already combing his hair. And I'm like... "Uh." Well, I was already turning to you saying, hey, can you take my picture? You know, I was shaking. My hands were shaking. Can you take my picture? (laughs) What? Anyway, it was funny. It was funny. It's like you meeting a little... It's like you're a little boy meeting your superhero, favorite superhero. Listen, <laughs> this guy this this guy has spoken into my life a lot of times. I'm just saying it was cute. I'm not saying nothing bad. I'm just saying it was cute. And so funny. when we get through and get our tickets, you know, you're like, well, let's go get something to something to eat. And so we order a muffin and whatever. And, and so we're sitting over there and I'm kind of watching, you know, him go through security and and you're more like, bet you'd really like to get over there. <laughs> bet you'd really like for me to hurry up eating this. Really like for me to hurry up with this muffin, don't you? <laughs> mm, I'm taking the itty bitty bite. Mm, this muffin's so mm, good. Muffin's good. I think I'm just gonna take little bites and enjoy it. <laughs> That's fine. Take your time, honey. And so here's the thing. You're like, I'm like, okay. So we got in. We got to our gate, and I'm like, okay. Well, I'm going to go to the restroom. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, I need to go, too. 
Well, I don't think you even went in the bathroom. I, I did. I think you just ditched me in no, and said you I had to go. I did not. So you could ditch me at the bathroom no. and leave me standing there when I come out. Like, where did I he did go? Not. I did not. Where I went in into the, the bathroom. World did he go? He, he just ditched me and I, went to talk to that guy. Let me go see. Oh, my word. There he is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's over there talking to him. Oh, oh my word. Can't Listen, take you anywhere. I, I went, used the bathroom, and recognized that you weren't back out. So I thought, well, while she's still in the bathroom, I'll take the time and try to talk with Dr. Lutzer just for a moment. And then I'll, I'll come right back to her by then. You know, she'll she'll have been uh, have her nose powdered and be back out of the bathroom. Yep. I could have done more than powder my nose in that length of time. Well, it was not like I could long. have removed my whole makeup and like it reapplied. was not long at all. You're enjoying this. You're making okay. fun of me. I'm just saying. I bet if it was Beth Moore, I'd have been breaking my camera trying to take a picture of you two together. I bet she wouldn't have had her comb out. Oh, it would have all been spray painted in place a long time ago. (laughs) Or hairsprayed in in place place a long time ago. So there would have been no need for a comb or a brush. Did did you ever hear the story about the time God made her brush this old man's hair in the airport that was in a wheelchair? No. Yep. Mm -hmm. What's that about? He made her go brush this old man's hair. It was really long and silver, and you could tell it hadn't been brushed in a long time, and God required her to do that. And so as she's sitting there talking to him, he's telling her that he just got out of the nursing home and he's going to get to go home to see his wife for the first time, and I forget how long she said, mm-hmm. and that... He's so glad that she came over there to brush his hair so he could look halfway decent to see his wife. Oh, my word. Yeah. So I'm glad the Lord didn't require me to. Oh, he had his own comb. I wouldn't have had to comb his hair. I'm just saying. <laughs> are you done? I don't know why I find that so are funny. You, are, you, are you finished? <laughs> Maybe we need to get him some hairspray. Jugging on a guy from a different generation. Are, you, are to, you done? I need to, are you done? Maybe we need to get him a faithful some servant hairspray. of thirty-five years. I'm just saying, maybe one of the most influential. Maybe we should get him some hairspray. <laughs> I just like aggravating you, good boy. All right, all right. Well, he said some. He said some things to me that were. I'm glad. Did he pass the cloak? Oh, no. No. I mean, no. He prayed for me. He he, He gave you a blessing. He he showed interest in me by asking me things about about me, you know, and and where do I pastor, you know, where did I go to school and, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. And spent some time to pray, pray with me and pray for me. That's good. And, uh said some things in the conversation that were that were really enlightening. See, I wanted to ask him, you know, he's in one of the most influential pulpits in America, Moody Church, you know, and been there for 35 years. The pressure must be enormous to compromise on the Word of God, but every time I've ever listened to him and heard him, he is right down the line. You know, he is, he is, you know, infallibility of Scripture. This is God's Word. This is what he says right down the line. You know what I'm saying? And I asked him, you know, how, um, you know, how do you stay, how do you stay true, you know, with all the pressures to, you know, to relinquish some of the you know, the, uh, the authority of God's word. And he said, you know, it really was easy because when you first started out, when you first start out saying, this is what I believe and I'm not going to budge on it. 
then basically, eventually, people just take it that you're not going to change. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, he felt sorry for a lot of the younger guys coming up who's not making that decision to stay right when you know right when they start out to uh, to say that they're they're going to stay, you know, with God's word to stay true, you know, to to you know to the you know. Uh, to the inspiration of scripture, to the conservative um, interpretation of God's word. And uh, he also said, you know, a lot of guys, or he, he said, you know, years past when he ministered and when, when he first began preaching, he said, he, he, he used a sports analogy. He said, you know, we did, when, when, when I was preaching, Early on, we had home field advantage. The crowd was saying pretty much, the crowd agreed pretty much with what I was saying, Mm -hmm. and they were cheering you on. Mm -hmm. But now, we don't minister in home field advantage anymore. We are a minority now. We are, you know, we're uh, we're on. uh, Whose fault do you think that is, though? Why? Why we are the minority? Why? Why we don't have the home field advantage anymore? I don't, I don't, you know, I think it goes back to, um, I think it goes back to the early um, 1900s and the social gospel that tried to take root, that had Christianity basically without Christ, and that although it, for the most part, is died these days, I think the damage has already been done a secularization of a large portion of the church that took it in in a direction that did not believe the inspiration of scripture did not believe in the deity of Christ the virgin birth you know the miracles of the bible that that took you know kind of like Thomas Jefferson that took all the miracles and all the things and just cut them out of the bible and i think the damage had already been done when that took root in america and then you you have a large portion of the church withering away and dying when it should have been flourishing so it goes back to it goes back to um failure to disciple oh yeah i believe i believe I mean, failure to disciple and failure on the pastor's part to stay true yeah the word. And that comes from your seminaries and your colleges and the the schools where where these men were being trained. I think they hold I go to great accountability, you know. And one day I believe they'll stand before mm-hmm. God over and those. Then there, but there was also uh, there was also these people that literally hated people. I mean, Christians, so called Christians that literally hated people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, and Jesus, I mean, we're supposed to love and and preach against sin, but yet love the sinner. That's there's a very that's a very fine line to walk, you know. But I right. think if you're doing it in love, then there's going to be a difference. Then some some preachers i've heard it's just like they just you could just hear murder spilling out of their mouths yeah oh no doubt it's just and you're thinking no you know no wonder somebody's going to turn to a watered down gospel versus somebody preaching you know that Mm -hmm. much hate so i don't know it's the reaction it's the re- you know some people liberalism took it in one ditch, and in reaction to that there was this virile you know hate filled reaction to the other ditch. Right. And yeah, yeah. But so we're we're in the business of staying in between the lanes, <laughs> and. Trying to love people, and yet trying yet to be true. Trying to be true to God's word, and um, 
You don't you don't necessarily reach them by the droves that way. No. But um. And that's but, what that's but, what earn. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, but that's what I'm. But the you know, but faithfulness, I think, you know, it, it is much more important than watering down God's word and and you know, I'm I'm glad there's churches that have thousands of people. I'm glad. You know, my prayer is that they are hearing the gospel, mm-hmm. the gospel, and not not some watered-down version of... Therapeutic deism. Thera- yeah, <laughs> you know, repentance. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that... I don't know how much of that is being is being said in our churches now as compared to Jesus loves you and can give you a better life. Now come to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that repentance still has to be preached. There yeah. still has to be that Holy Spirit that, you know, brings that conviction about your sin. And, mm-hmm. you know, without the without the conviction of sin of the Holy Spirit, there's no repentance. There's just, right. there's, I mean, you just can't have salvation without, right. without that. And, and so many people th- today think they're okay. I mean, they think they're okay. Because um, I said a prayer in vacation Bible school. Because I said school. a prayer and I did that. And, but, you know, if you look at, if you look at our lives, they should line up with the word, you know, and and God even call, tell, tells us to be perfect as He's perfect, and that is you look in the scriptures and your forehead wrinkles and you scowl a little bit and pull back like really perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I mean God knows He we can't be, and that's why He sent Jesus. But yet, that's what we're we're that's the pursuit to be, yeah. not. Um, well, God, people thinking, well, this is just the way I am. This is just the way I'm made, and that's just the way it's going to be. No, if it's contrary to what God's Word says, then we are to align our attitude with that and say, yes, sir, you're right, I'm wrong. Forgive right. me, change me. Right. And I don't know. I don't know how much of that's going on in you know, in our churches these days, you know, some people, you know, been th- under sound doctrine all their all their lives, and still, you know, yeah, just living their own life, doing their own thing, and um, I'm just I'm glad that God doesn't let me go and do and live the way my flesh would like to live sometimes. Yeah. You know, I'm glad yeah. that his love constrains me. And it holds um, me close. I'm thankful for that and God knows I'm not perfect. And um I'm I'm just glad he's still working All on right. me. I just I have felt my, you know, that part of me that I've dealt with for so long, that that uh, ang- angry, hateful, snappy, yeah, um, just short. I don't, I don't know. To me, I feel like I'm getting better. Like I don't feel like I'm as abrasive. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. No, maybe I, 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 I agree. The what we've gone through and what you've gone through um, over the last three or four months has been, you know, formative, transforming. It, it, it is, it is, it has changed you. Um, you know, the impact of that will be seen down the road, you know, the how long of an impact will this, you know, because we're right. just like children of Israel. We forget. Yeah. We do the exactly. dumb, the same dumb thing. That's exactly right. And, and so. And, and I, I find myself 
I find myself asking the Lord, God, please don't let me forget that, you know? And just today I thought, you know, I think I want to go back and listen to some of the first episodes of our podcast when he was speaking so definitely and so point on. Mm -hmm. And, um, because I haven't been getting a lot of that lately. Uh, I hate, it's just funny how when we need it is when he speaks it kind of thing. He knows when, he knows when we can't take his silence anymore. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I've just been asking him to reveal anything in my heart. And last night's message wasn't. You know, I mean, it wasn't a dagger in my heart that that forgiveness, like I was acting like it was, but I know it. I mean, I know it's an issue that I deal with, you know, when you see people in your life being hurt and hurt by someone that you love, um, it's hard. It's hard to, for your flesh not to react and no doubt. I've had to repent of the fact that I've gotten so cold. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've had to repent of that and just try to, try to remember to pray for them. Yeah, last night we were going through the Sermon on the Mount and we were in those verses that basically said, if you do not forgive others, your Father will not forgive you. And if you forgive others, then he'll forgive you. And we dealt with forgiveness in that message. You know, when you preach verse by verse, um, the timing oftentimes is impeccable. And it is just what I needed and what our church needed mm-hmm. uh, in those moments about God's forgiveness and being able to forgive other people. Mm-hmm. And, and just that afternoon, Sunday afternoon, I was even talking to Evan about forgiveness. Oh, yeah. I and, remember that now. Um, so it was just, I know that it, it it was just more than just me that needed that message that was in our church. But Yeah, you. I told you that afternoon, I was like, uh, we're going to be preaching on forgiveness tonight. And you was like, well, I'm going to be in the nursery, so you go ahead, you know. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear it. And then when we got to church, we had two teenagers like, oh, can we be in the nursery? Can we be in the nursery? Yes. You can go to the nursery. Carrie, I got you some volunteers. You can stay in here with us. <laughs> oh, yay. Oh, yay. <laughs> but, but it's so true. It's true. You know, we need to be reminded of that. And then, again, the Lord, when I was, when I woke up reading my morning scriptures this morning, it, it was just talking about, loving 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 and if you you know you say you love god and you hate your brother i'm sorry you can't hate your brother if you know god because god is love and why can't god just always be encouraging he's got to yeah. bring this stuff to kind of just like bam you know sometimes yeah you know, i hate pop you on it's the like head. the bit it's, i think it's more like a seal you know Bone stamp it to seal the deal and say, yeah. I mean what, what I'm say. saying. <laughs> you love no matter what, you love. Yeah. And it's such a risk that you take I with was, your heart. Uh, I was listening to the audio book that was free last month on uh, uh, Christian audio books or Christian audio. And it was uh, the one tortured for, tortured for his faith, or tortured for Christ, or something uh-huh. like that by Warm Brand or whatever. The one Ricky talk, talked about yeah. in our church during our persecuted uh, little special service we had for the persecuted church. But it was horrifying what they went through, and they talked about how that with the abuse that they were enduring, that God somehow gave them a love for their abusers, a love that 
was so unreal, so yeah, was unexpected like on the cross that many said, of the accusers came to Christ yeah. and ended up beside them eventually. Oh, wow, being beaten also. In tortures because wow. of eventually over time. Yeah. For that same reason. And we are called to be a people that that love. And love does not mean it's not permissive. Love tells the truth in love. Mm-hmm. Speaks the truth in love. Yeah. Pleads with people uh, to be right with God. And I think that's why I remain silent in certain issues because I can't really speak it in love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would be spoken. I don't know if I could. I don't know. So I just don't talk. I just don't say anything. And I don't know. I may stand accountable for that one day, too. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway. Well, it'd be best to keep our mouth shut, you know, if we're if we're going to. Misfire, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I have a tendency to do that. Yeah. Well, uh, there is still so much more to uh, to talk about, but we're right at an hour. Already? Already. Oh, I've missed talking to you. I know. I know. It's been fun, and we, mm. we still got other stuff to talk about. But mm. We should have a breakout session and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm all up for a breakout session. <laughs> I'm not too sure about coming back till next week, though. Uh, well, I I think I'll take some naproxen tonight. I still can't sleep well at night. You're hurting. Yeah. You've got surgery coming up in June. Mm-hmm. And so they'll perform the last part of the cosmetic surgery in June. Yeah. And then you'll be done. Well, I'll have one more, I'll have one more procedure after, after I heal up from that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's just more cosmetic than oh. anything. Just mm-hmm. put up put a finishing touches on. Mhm. Right. So But um you know Starting a new series in the church on the crowns. I'm looking forward to that on Sunday morning. We're going to be talking about the crowns, the rewards waiting for believers. I'm excited about this. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I hope the Lord really helps us uh, to be better servants and stewards of what he's given us. I know I need to Um, be. I've almost completed the uh, wallpapers. That I've been working on. I'm almost done. I think I've got one or two more, and then I'm done. And so you can do with them what you will. You can put you them on. You need to send them to me. Yeah, I will. I'll make them to where everybody can get them. I'll send them out. Everybody that's on the email, uh, the email list now will get an email telling them where they can find it. Okay. And then everybody that joins up after will be given the option of of getting one. I'm hoping you can have the option of type A or type B. And there's mm, going to be okay. one that's kind of like the scribble right. one we made, and then the other one is the original one. Just see what people like. See which one yeah. people get. That'd be kind of neat to see. Gotcha. But hopefully eventually one day we'll have some some T-shirts for people that, that like this show and that know, like to listen I was super in. excited. Allison sent me a screenshot of her phone. She got a text message from a co-worker and apparently she had asked if uh if we had recorded another episode or did we miss one or is she missing one or what happened and um she had told them yeah they had gone to chicago so i just don't think they recorded but she told her that she thinks we're recording tonight so Miss Courtney, thank you for asking listening. and listening, and that's just awesome. It made me smile. Allison said it made her heart smile too. So we're glad. Fun. We're glad people listen to the show. Glad to get something out of it. Uh, I hope it's you know. I hope it's like a little peek into into our life and and uh, our marriage and our home. And we try to be real and try to be real about what we talk about and. All the things we do. You're playing hide and go seek again with the thing. Um, I'm th- I'm thinking more about that little puppy that your son's wanting. 
And um, no, maybe we can talk about it next week. No, maybe. Well, in the time that we have not done the podcast, we have been now the proud owners of three new puppies. Yeah, we are grand grand what <laughs> grandparents. Grayson acts just like it's they're his babies. His doggy went into labor. Don't get attached to the. What I'm saying is. It's not going listen, to happen. What I'm saying is. I just got chickens out of my house. I'm not keeping them puppies. I didn't say them puppies. Anyway. But we got grand we got grandpups. Grandpups. Yeah. He's crying when Rosie's in labor. She's oh, that was cute. Fine. She's gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm telling you, that morning. My poor dad ended up getting more than he bargained for when he got the kids. He ended up getting a crate full of dogs to take to his house. He's like, uh, "I do not have animals inside my house. They are not. No, they do not. No." So they had to sleep in the garage at night and then hang out. On the patio during the day. And that was a complete misinter- miscommunication. On, yeah, because I did have a little... We had I arrangements had a dog sitter, but I didn't, I didn't do too good about... We just want to get that. out of town. I just ready to get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Anyway. Give me some shredded beef. <laughs> Italian beef. No, 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 no. Yeah, Italian I beef. tried that for the first time, and they can keep that. I love it. They can keep that. I'm glad you like it. Chicago hot dog. That's yeah. good. That was good. The cucumber and all. Oh, don't even. Don't, we're not even doing this. We're getting off the air. <laughs> Lord, thank you for my family. Thank you for my marriage. Uh, God, you've been so good and gracious. God, I pray that you'd take the seeds of what was sown in in Chicago and Victory Baptist Church and Sunrise Baptist Church. God bless them. God bless their labors, Pastor uh, Pastor Holdren. And Pastor uh, Chappelle, God, I pray that you'd bless their ministry, protect them, use them for your honor and glory. God bless Jerry and Rhonda and for their hospitality and their love that they've shown to us. And and God, thank you for good friends. Father, I pray you'd bless this podcast. Use it to touch hearts and lives for Jesus Christ forever. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. Don't forget to go by the site, fortheloveofus.com. And get on the email list so we'll let you know when a new episode's coming out. And as soon as they get all the wallpapers done, you'll have those and we'll send those out to you. I'm hoping maybe by tomorrow, but I'm making all kinds of promises that I never seem to keep when it comes to digital stuff. So I'm trying to get that all set up. But uh, make sure you tell somebody about the show. Maybe go there in in iTunes and leave a review or in uh, Stitcher and leave a review and that'll help other people be able to find the program and it'd be a blessing to others. But hey, the best thing you do is just word of mouth. Uh, tell somebody and uh, have them to uh, tune in and listen in. And we'll have a lot of fun together. But I'm Ronnie. And I'm Carrie. And this is For the Love of Us. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>